I didn't think there was a better shot and I shot it and I was like, oh, that felt good. I hope it's going to go in. It's either that or it's going to be an air ball way off. But when it went in, I kind of felt like Damian Lillard, Dame time. <laughs> Welcome back into the Wild Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, my co-host, Robert Munoz. We've got a fantastic episode on deck for you. Robert's actually still here in Casper. He's been stuck here since Saturday due to the weather. So I've got him here next to me in person, which is always a treat. And then we are going to be joined by two of Cheyenne Central's main forces from their championship run this weekend nathaniel talich and lawson lovering real treat to have them they're still stuck here in casper as well so we jo- we talked to them about you know just the championship weekend and a little bit about getting stuck here but not too much but we're gonna it was a fantastic weekend of basketball so i, I really want to talk about that and get into that with robert so robert what stood out to you the most from this weekend's action Ooh, what stood out to me the most, uh, I would have to say the two Cheyenne schools pulling out the pulling out the wins is as simple as that, you know, coming home with the trophies. Cheyenne East girls, Cheyenne Central boys. I mean, big shout out to those two teams and pulling it out late in the end, especially uh especially Central for overcoming last year's loss and you know, pulling it out. And Cheyenne East girls had an amazing season. I think they lost three games. Maybe they only lost two games. So, yeah, just great to see that. Yeah, Cheyenne certainly owns the state in basketball for at least the next year or so. It was pretty incredible. Both teams' runs were amazing, honestly. They dominated each championship game the east girls came out strong in the first quarter and never really looked back going into that game cody had looked really strong in the semifinal game so i was kind of worried for them but they took care of business early and didn't let cody back into that game which was pretty amazing central in its own right too they dominated thunder basin in that second half especially the defense was just overwhelming at times in the second half. I don't know how Thunder Basin was going to score, and they didn't really score in the second half. They had four points in the third quarter, which it's really hard to do that to a team, especially one that you've had trouble before with, like Thunder Basin. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen a team really get that flustered like Thunder Basin did, not being able to shoot their three-point shots that they love to shoot, that they find success on, and that they thrive on. Um, And Central just flustered them. That's what they did. They just flustered them. Thunder Basin was in it for that first half, don't get me wrong, but Cheyenne Central in that second half, they came out strong. They didn't want to play around. They wanted to be the state champions. They went out, and they did it. They conquered Thunder Basin. They They completed the redemption tour. They got it done. And power to them, more credit to them, because it was really, really, really impressive. Yeah, they did do the damn thing, and um, so did the Cheyenne East girls. They dominated that championship game from start to finish. What, what was the closest, I mean, 
after the first quarter, I don't even know what the score, the closest score was. I mean, eight, ten points maybe. Yeah, it was 12-3 after the first quarter, and I don't know if it ever got closer than that, honestly. Cheyenne East, the girls, they were able to just get out, get layups, wide open layups at that. And honestly, it's hard to lose a game when you're able to do that. It's hard to beat a team if you're Cody when you give that up. Absolutely, and they had a game plan, and Cheyenne East girls coach Eric Westling, he uh, he capitalized, and he's 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 a great coach. He makes a ton of adjustments and always seems to find a way to win, and it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I know Robert here is a very proud East alum coming off that weekend. Anytime an East team wins a state championship, he's going to celebrate. doesn't matter if it's boys, girls, soccer, tennis, basketball, whatever it may be. He's going he's gonna to ring that from the mountaintop. The Central boys, though, they were on a mission. They were on that redemption tour. You had talked, Robert, going into this that you didn't see how they could lose, that, lose this state championship. And honestly, that played out. They did everything they could, and there really wasn't anybody that was going to get in their way and prevent them from bringing home that state title. Yeah, the only other, the only thing to do is if a team gets hot from beyond the arc and they find a lot of success shooting because Central shoots. I don't. I mean, they. I think they only shot seven three pointers in the state championship game. They don't shoot three pointers. They get high percentage shots. And, I mean, uh, that's what it was. Uh, Trading twos with threes, Central finds success doing that, and not a lot of teams do. But I guess that's what you can do when you have Nathaniel Talich shooting 68% from from inside the arc. Your point guard is finishing at the rim like that, and Lawson, I think he shoots 70% from the field. So when you're that efficient, that's, I mean, you're going to find success, I guess. Yeah, don't tell Nathaniel Talich, though, that they don't shoot threes because occasionally he'll pull up from NBA range and just drop one on you. He'll pull that out of, your, out of his bag for you sometimes. Or I guess maybe just in the state championship game. I don't know. That was really impressive. That was something that I'll always remember. What stood out to you from this weekend that you're going to remember for years to come? Um, probably has to be the way that Central was able to just not let Thunder Basin shoot threes or get rebounds. I mean, they out-rebounded them 29 to, th- 29 to 13, and that's pretty impressive. But uh, we talked about it a lot, and we asked Nate about it, and that three-pointer was wicked. I'm not going to lie. It was just seemed confident. He said he wasn't sure what to do, and he looked like he did the right thing. Yeah, he certainly did make the right decision with that three. That was a huge moment for Central when he made that three. That kind of gave them a big lead, and they never really looked back after that moment. It was a lead that they were comfortable with. They never even got challenged. Obviously, the defense also played a big role in creating that lead, but it was a crucial moment. Another thing that really stood out to me from this weekend 
The free throw shooting was abysmal on Friday in the quarterfinals and semifinals. Absolutely horrendous. But Central in the 9 o'clock game, this isn't something that's going to be talked about a whole lot, but Lawson Lovering at one point, he stepped to the line. He calmly made two free throws, two for two, which I thought was a huge deal. And I think it was really indicative of how much he and this central team meant business. He wanted to go out a champion. He wanted to do the little things right, like make two free throws. And I think I just think that that was a big moment from this weekend and something that I, I will remember, especially from a seven-foot big guy in high school. Free throws are kind of not the coolest thing, not the sexiest thing. But he went out there, he knocked down two, and it was a big moment. Yeah, and free throws down the stretch were huge for Central to pull out that win over Thunder Basin. Um, I think Talich went six for six from the line down the stretch. Uh, I think they only missed two free throws throughout the game. I think they were 17 for 19. Um, So, yeah, credit to that. Uh, Free throws were huge and... Like you said, the big seven-foot guy like that steps up to the line and calmly just sinks him. He's getting fouled, and he's going to the line a lot. So that's pretty That's pretty critical. Yeah, there's nothing sexy about free throws, but they help teams win games, and they help teams especially win championships. When you can hit your free throws, you're going to go a long way, and you're going to put a little distance between you and your opponent. Another thing that stood out from this weekend is so many great passes. I mean, Deegan Williams, I mean, Deegan from Thunder Basin, Lekalot from Sheridan, they were throwing dimes. So were Talich and Lawson Lovering to Central. They, they had some incredible passes. So I'll remember that. Speaking of those last two guys from Central, let's get to the state champions. They were able to join us while stuck in Casper, so we appreciate their time. And here's that interview right now. All right, we are joined now by Nathaniel Talich and Lawson Lovering, two of the main forces behind Central State Championship run. How are you guys doing this morning? I know it's Monday morning and you're still stuck in Casper, so how are you doing, all things considered? Doing pretty well. Um hoping to get out of here so uh we're just waiting on a uh, word from our coaches that we can get on the bus and head back to cheyenne pretty boring yeah <laughs> really boring yeah are you guys all packed up and ready to go yeah we have been <laughs> <laughs> we have been since saturday night yeah <laughs> you want to get back to Cheyenne and start celebrating right yes of course <laughs> Well, let, let's talk about this the state title run that you guys just made. What stood out to you from all of this? Obviously, you were on a, a whole redemption tour, but what was the thing that, like, where the moment where it was like, man, we're going to do this thing. We're going to actually make this run and be the state champions this year. I think that when we, when we missed Brady and Brock, we started playing more together because we needed everyone to start playing at their best to win. And I think when Brady was out, it 
we just we started getting in that rhythm and it just carried on ever since and we started playing as a team and we peaked as a as a team at the right times yeah we came in the state tournament um we came out playing our best uh we just we played really well as a team we passed really well this weekend um our defense our team defense was great um helping each other out on t- on there and rebounding and uh we played our game like we usually do but you know we we happened to play it as well as we could during the tournament. Do you think that this was the peak of your guys' season that you're playing the best was this weekend? Yeah, I, I would say. Most yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we played the best that we had all season during this weekend. Compared to last season when maybe you guys were playing your best basketball uh, at the start of the season? Oh, yeah. we Last year, I feel like we didn't play as well as a team. But this year, we since we grew over that – that summer of the loss against Thunder Basin and regionals, we, we really bonded together as a team even even more than last year and came together in the final game to get it done. Yeah, I think I think some advers- adversity early in our season this year really helped us. I felt like we didn't go through enough adversity last year, which um, kind of screwed us in the end. Yeah. Would you say the COVID or something else was kind of the adversity for you guys or what what, what was it? that was the obstacle because during the state tournament run here, it didn't seem like you guys had any obstacles. It was, it was a mix of a bunch of things, COVID injuries, last year's loss. I mean, last year's loss was the, the thing that everyone sees, but I know I had COVID during Christmas break. And so we had to run a practice without me. We had, Lawson was hurting a little bit. We had Carter Lovato, so I was out with an ankle injury for half the season, and then the Storbos being gone. So just with all that mixing together, I think that was the biggest adversity. Yeah, I agree with that. Alex, I want to ask you about your shot at the end of the third quarter in that game. That was uh, the cleanest shot I've seen. I saw the, uh, during the tournament. What, what, what were you thinking there with the ball in your hand? I didn't know how much time was exactly left, but I know I got the ball and Coach Lane said, you got four. And I looked to Lawson to see if I could get a screen somehow. And I knew they were just going to switch it. And the best shot I thought was the 30-foot one. (laughs) And it it went in, so can't complain. You've been shooting the three ball really well. And I think you really developed your outside shot this season compared to the start of the season. Would you agree with that? 100%. I think early in the year, I wasn't really looking for the right three, three pointers. But uh, once I started getting inside the Lawson and teams started doubling him, he kicks it back out and it's just a better shot. I feel like, and that's what I got most the, on most of my threes this season. We're inside and out. Lawson, I noticed during the semifinal game against Sheridan, Robert mentioned it as well. You were chirping a little bit which is not necessarily your normal thing to do. What was it that got you so pumped up during that game? Um, just uh, it was a big game, and uh, I was excited to play Sam. You know, it would be, be a lot of competition, and I was just excited. And I, was, I thought it was going to be a fun game from the beginning. I know. I just I was just really competitive with him and just wanted to shut him down uh, and not let him score as many points. So, uh it's just part of the game, you know. I, I was just, uh, I was just caught up in the moment doing my thing. 
Well, the <laughs> other thing that stood out to me from that Sheridan game, you guys started off the game, you got Lawson a quick dunk that really kind of set the tone. Why go away from that in the championship game? I was totally expecting Lawson to come out and just throw down a, a mean – Thunder Basin – yeah, Thunder Basin played a little different than Sheridan. They they put two guys in the, in the post at all times when I was down there, so it was difficult to even get a pass to me in there. They yeah. take a lot of charges, yeah. so we had to really be careful where yeah. – where we threw the ball and turned for a dunk right away. Yeah. They're, they're there. You don't see them, but they're there. They'll flop for a charge every time. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've found a lot of success against you guys in the past, kind of clogging up the lane like that and really taking away the driving lanes earlier in the season when you guys played, I noticed. Um, they didn't really have that much success on Saturday. What, what, what did you guys do to kind of overcome that? I don't think we did anything different. We, I think we just played as a team together and we found screens for each other. And when the, when someone went to come double on the drive, someone was open and we just found the right guy most of the time. Yeah. I think it was, and I think a lot of it was our defense. Yeah. Our defense really stood out this weekend. I thought, especially their perimeter defense for our guards. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. The defense was incredible. You guys, held Thunder Basin to four points in that third quarter. That was really what turned the championship game. Was there something at halftime or something that you guys were just like, they're not scoring. They're done scoring. They've had a nice night. But this is our time. This is winning time. There was 16 minutes left with a bunch of seniors. We had to get done. There was no other option. There was no game after that. It was the last one. So I think we all just – we're like, all right, let's do it. No more. 16 minutes of basketball left. Yeah, I know I came into the locker room a little frustrated. But, you know, everybody's looking each other up and say, hey, yeah, we got 16 minutes left. And uh, just kind of put your heart into it and put your all into it. And um, we just went out there and did what we we're supposed to do. Away from basketball, I want to ask, uh, ask you something, Nate. I saw that you listen to Billy Joel a lot. You like Billy Joel? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> What's your favorite song? <laughs> I'm still standing. Uh, nice. I like that song. And then Billy Joel goes to Piano Man. I like that song. So I'm old school. Carter and I are old school. We get made fun of a lot, but it's part of the team, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to a Billy Joel concert a couple summers ago at Forest Field. It was awesome. And I don't know, I think I'd have to say my favorite song is Vienna. That was a pretty good song. That was a pretty good song. Wait, are you singing along to Billy Joel? Like, or are you just listening to the Billy Joel? Lawson's, Lawson's reaction makes it sound like you're singing the Billy Joel as well. I do sing along to it, too. Him, him and Carter are always humming some song. <laughs> I'll be humming it and Carter will sing it. Carter's humming and I'll be singing it. I was talking to a few people around your team, and they all mentioned that Carter was a glue guy. What, what is it about Carter for you guys that he just kind of brings you all together? I don't know. I feel like most of it gets it from football because whenever he's on the field, we, we're like, all right, we can take a deep breath now. We'll slow down. He's our guy. But in basketball, he's, our, he's all our buddies. We know he's on the floor. He's going to give us everything, and he's just going to calm us down. He, he likes to say some jokes on the court that I only like. No one else gets it, but – he, he just calmed me down, and then I think it just trickles on to Brady, and Brady calms Lawson down, and 
everyone just calms each other down when Carter gets in. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely a glue guy. He uh he puts it, he, he goes all out. You know, he's he's been injured, but when you watch him play, it doesn't seem like he's injured. Um, he just plays super hard, and yeah, he just eases our minds, honestly. Lawson, obviously, this was your last game at Central, and Nathaniel, you've still got another year left. Lawson, what are you going to miss about playing with Talich? And Talich, what are you going to miss about playing with uh, Lovering there? I'll miss him just getting the bucket at all times, man. I can, he gets to the bucket at all times, and he plays such great defense. I know I don't got to worry about him. Um, you know, I usually have to help a lot on a lot of other guys, and this man plays great defense. And I know he can get to the bucket at any time. So um, I'm not I'm not worried about him turning the ball over or anything. I, it was great playing with Nate. I'm going to miss Lawson's, first of all, his defense. I know whenever a guy gets past me or someone in zone, he's, he's right there. He makes every shot difficult. So we're definitely going to miss that, especially me and – on the offensive side, I'm going to miss guys having to choose one of us. Yeah. <laughs> if one goes yeah. to him, it's free lane for yeah. me. If one goes to me, it's free lane for him. So yeah. it's definitely going to miss that part, especially the ball screens. No one gets around big guy. <laughs> Nate, you get, like Lawson just said, you get to the bucket so easy. Uh, you're just able to penetrate and get to the rim better than most kids that I've seen. Deegan, Deegan gets to the rim pretty well, too. I got to give it to him. But you, you two definitely stick out. How much easier does that make things for you, Lawson, when Nate can just penetrate like that? It makes it a lot easier because the teams have to collapse in on him uh, when he's driving in. He's so dangerous in there. So it allows for me to get probably easy offense rebound if he misses or maybe a drop off. So um, it's great if he gets in there. I want to go back here to this three-pointer from Talich. What was going through your head in that moment? Like, what? That was an NBA three, and it was to it was to beat you know the buzzer at the end of the third quarter in the state championship game. Are are you just like you know this is my time or what? I caught the ball and I was like, dude, they they hit a three on us. Let's see if I can get one on them and. I didn't, I didn't think there was a better shot, and I shot it, and I was like, oh, that felt good. I hope it's going to go in. It's either that or it's going to be an air ball way off. But when it went in, I kind of felt like Damian Lillard, Dame time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really appreciate you guys making some time for us. I know you're stuck in the hotel. You're stuck in Casper. You're ready to get back to Cheyenne. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on, guys, and uh, for giving us a little bit of time, and- Congratulations on on a really great season. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And congrats and good luck next season, Lawson and Nate. Uh, we'll be seeing a lot of you next year. Yes, sir. Peace out. All right. See, See, ya. Ya. See ya. That'll do it for this episode of the Wyo Sports Podcast. We really appreciate Nathaniel Talich and Lawson Lovering from Central hopping on with us. And congratulations to them once again on Winning a state title, that's a huge deal, a huge accomplishment, and certainly an even bigger deal when you're able to complete the redemption tour that Central was on all season. Congratulations to the East girls as well. They killed it. They dominated. And both those teams, you know, they make Cheyenne the epicenter of high school hoops in the state for at least the next year. So shout out to them. I know the Lady Pokes, 
won the Mountain West Conference Tournament. They're headed to the NCAA Tournament. And we'll get into that later this week. Robert covers the Lady Cowgirls in depth for Wyo Sports. So can't wait to talk to him about that team and that tournament and just heading into the NCAA Tournament. Another amazing accomplishment by basketball players within Wyoming. So love that. Love everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Really appreciate everybody. It means so much to see everybody out there supporting it and getting behind it. It, it really does. I can't say enough. It's amazing to see that. So I really appreciate everybody who's been sharing, downloading, rating, and reviewing the podcast. It means the world to me and Robert. Just can't say enough gratitude, enough thank you for that. Really, really appreciate that. And if you want to throw a few shekels our way, it's never hurt us. It's never hurt us one bit. We really appreciate everybody who does that, and it means a lot as well. I want to say shout-out to Shakewell for the music. Congratulations once again to the high school state champs. It's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Hell of an accomplishment. Something that those kids are going to remember forever. And I hope they had a wonderful time, and I hope soon... They get to leave Casper and get back to Cheyenne. So safe travels, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Some notes and take some time. Almost a sign in shot.